Hello and welcome to Humans Beyond Resources, an HR podcast by Reverb where we cover topics from culture to compliance. Reverb believes that every decision a leader makes reverberates throughout the organization, from hiring your first employee to training your entire workforce. We believe in building healthy, inclusive cultures that engage your team. I'm your host, Sarah Wilkins. In today's episode, we are speaking with Michelle Hopkins, Senior Program Manager at Amazon, about returnships. If you're unfamiliar with this terminology, a returnship is a short-term engagement for professionals who want to re-enter the workforce after an extended period of time. Unlike internships, returnship candidates are usually more experienced professionals with significant work history. Michelle brings some firsthand knowledge of returnships and will share with us how to make them successful and the benefits they can bring to your organization. Welcome, Michelle. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me today. I'm so excited. Uh, So let's dive into the questions that we had discussed. So first, um, will you share a little bit more about you and your experience with returnships? Um, I'll start a little bit with just about myself. Um, So as you said, my name is Michelle Hopkins. I'm originally from the greater Vancouver, Canada area, but I currently live in beautiful, sunny Seattle with my husband, Sean, and my son, Liam. Um, I've had a fairly uh, unique career journey, I would say. Uh, My background is in accounting and audit. Um, I'm a CPA, CA designated in Ontario, Canada. So I spent many years working in audit with a specialty in financial institutions, uh, having worked for some big four accounting firms within Canada, Bermuda, and the United States. Uh, But in 2015, I had an opportunity come up to uh, pursue a pipe dream of mine, which was to open a women's clothing boutique. I knew there was going to be some level of risk involved, but I also knew that if I didn't try it, I'd probably always look back and and regret not at least having attempted. Um, So I took a leap of faith and walked away from the corporate world and a fairly lucrative career and, and went to pursue entrepreneurship. Uh, I would say it ended up being an incredible experience of personal growth, uh, provided me with an opportunity to uh, recognize that I could really take on exceptional challenges and still succeed um, and figure things out and make mistakes and learn and learn again and make more mistakes. Um, so it was it was a really refreshing also opportunity to uh, meet and interact with people who had been who had totally different professional backgrounds than myself. Um, I think I'd been embedded in sort of a finance and accounting mindset which didn't always necessarily translate to folks in in the fashion industry. And so I love that my entrepreneurship journey was not only a valuable learning experience, but also helped to diversify my perspective and the way way I relate to people from a variety of different backgrounds as well. In 2017, my son was born and I made a bittersweet decision to step away from the paid workforce completely and care for him full-time. I spent about two and a half years as a full-time stay-at-home mom. And when I was ready to go back to work, I found it really challenging to resume my career. I felt that having this glaringly obvious gap in my resume uh, was a disadvantage. And even though I was pounding the pavement, looking for jobs, applying to positions, I just wasn't getting the callbacks that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to amend my approach a little bit. I believe I actually Googled you know, how to return to work after a career break. And I came across several different companies that um, sort of helped other companies 
create returnship programs. And through this search, I found a returnship program in Amazon's Worldwide Consumer Finance Organization. Um, it was a small pilot program being run by a single recruiter as a side of the desk passion project. And um, there were eight of us that started in this first cohort. I landed on the supply chain optimization technologies finance team. Um, and eventually I was hired on full time. And currently, uh, as you mentioned, I'm a senior program manager. I work um, on the AWS sales, marketing and global services finance team. Thank you so much for sharing your background. And um, I know your story of your career break and finding a role after the break, you know, and caring for your child. Um, I talk to women, you know, all the time having kind of trouble reentering the workforce after that. And so when you and I talked, I was so um, interested in this returnship program and how that helped you kind of reenter and, you know, find your new, your role that you're in still today. So thank you for sharing about that. Absolutely. How do you think the returnship kind of helped um, set you up for your, you know, your role at Amazon? Um, you know, I would say that probably without the returnship program, I wouldn't be at Amazon. There is, um, I guess, a lot of companies use uh, algorithms now to sort through hundreds of applications and resumes. And there probably isn't a specific one that really helps to identify those who have a career gap for the purpose of caregiving, but who are professionals who have, you know, like a lot of, uh, experience and are highly educated and are ready to return to, to the workforce. So I think a lot of the times uh, these resumes are completely overlooked. And so given what my resume looked like when I had about a, a well, about a two and a half year gap for when I was an entrepreneur and another two and a half year gap for when I was a stay-at-home mom, I don't believe that I would have necessarily had my resume seen or reviewed. Um, and so I think that it's really important that companies sort of consider that there is like this very obscure untapped pool of talent out there that may not even know how to surface themselves. And so, you know, it is a challenge, I would say, but being able to be given an opportunity to sort of prove myself and to show people that I still have a lot to offer, even though I'm sort of a mid-career professional, I you know, I really value having had that opportunity and, and having that experience to be able to, A, just get my foot in the door at a company and then be able to continue my career and, and start, start padding my resume again. And then can you talk a little bit more about how your returnship worked or how returnships in general work for companies that are interested in this type of program? Yeah, for sure. So um, essentially having a return to program is just like a dedicated recruiting channel. Um, and so in, in many cases, folks who are looking to return to work, they just don't even know how to start. And so I think, first of all, just having a company be able to really advertise the fact that they have this recruiting channel is really helpful. It's very valuable, too, for, for folks who maybe have um, maybe outdated skill sets if they've been away from the workforce for a really long time or uh, maybe they have outdated uh, technical skills if they're looking for technical work. It's really important, I think, for a company to structure their returnship so that there's sort of dedicated training and support for these individuals. So essentially, the objective of the returnship is to reintroduce the returner back to the workforce. Um, and so that also, it's important for companies to provide, um, I would say, uh, special support from their managers and maybe their overall team in consideration of these folks who've had their time off. So in my situation, I was paired with a manager who was just passionate about helping women return to work, which was great. And so he was a, a really awesome mentor for me. Um, I really enjoyed working with him and he, he did take a lot of time to spend with me to kind of help ramp me back up. My returnship was structured similarly to an internship. It was a four month term to begin with. 
Um, and then at, during that time, I was assigned to a special project uh, with the requirement to write a six-page document at the end of the returnship term, which basically served as like sort of an assessment or an evaluation um, as, as to whether I would be offered a, a full-time permanent position at the end. So I had a really interesting project, which I really liked. So as I said, I was in the uh, supply chain optimization technologies team um, focused specifically on inventory valuation. Mm -hmm. And uh, my project was actually to do with the soft lines organization at Amazon, which is actually their fashion side. So uh, kind of a relevant um, project for me and super exciting and super complex supply chain at Amazon, as you can imagine. So it was, mm. it was, it was not an easy project, but it was interesting. It sounds like obviously there's a benefit to individuals returning to the workforce. And we kind of talked about some of the um, ones that you that you felt you had as a result of a returnship. But why, why do you think uh, returnships are beneficial for companies or organizations to consider? Um, yeah, well, like I mentioned, I just feel like this, uh, having a dedicated uh, recruiting channel for returners helps companies tap into like an obscure talent pool that they may not even be aware exists. I think, you know, the returner talent pool is made up of individuals, at least in my experience, and other returners that I've met who are very mature, they're in like their mid, their middle of their careers, um, they have a wealth of experience, they're highly educated, many have professional designations, such as MBAs or CPAs. And so these are people who have so much to offer for a company that they're still like highly motivated. And um, I think it really helps uh, companies to sort of expand and diversify their recruiting pipeline by opening up to people who have a gap in their careers. And um, like I said, I've met many returners through my time at Amazon. I sort of had volunteered to mentor other returners coming into the program. And many of them are women and a large portion are women of color as well. And so, like I said, you know, being able to expand this pipeline to super talented, highly educated, ambitious, motivated individuals can also help diversify a company companies um, talent pool. And I think, you know, speaking from experience as well, you know, getting back into the workforce after taking time off is a super daunting and intimidating experience. And so, you know, I think companies, if they are willing to open up a channel just for returners, it can kind of help with that process of going back into the workforce and make it a little bit more palatable and easier for folks to, who are wanting to go to go back to work. Yeah, I like that. And I think, you know, over the last three years, um, especially due to COVID, a lot of individuals left the workforce for caregiving reasons, yeah. either family members or children or, you know, elderly adults. Um, and so we want to kind of get, you know, those people back into the workforce. And I like how you pointed out, you know, women and in particular, um, you know, women of color and people of color and helping diver diversify your organization. So um, I think many, many benefits come from that and having you know the skilled workforce that you know isn't maybe being tapped into as much totally so we talked about all the benefits um mm -hmm. and you know maybe uh just the amount of time maybe it takes or you know the thoughtfulness in creating a program like this right um mm -hmm. but what are some of the common challenges organizations or individuals may encounter with re returnships yeah that's a very fair question um i'll speak to my own experience um so i, I think because my returnship program was in its infancy at the time like i said it was pilot program operated by one individual who had a regular day job. And so I think for that reason, there wasn't really a lot of robust 
uh, programmatic support behind the program. Um, I think, you know, if I had had somebody who was like a dedicated mentor, maybe like a prior returner, uh, that would have been really helpful to me because I could have fully uh, been able to speak to somebody who's had a similar experience. Um, of course, because it was a new program, there probably weren't a lot of prior returners. Um, but I think as a sort of go forward um, opportunity, it really be great if you could have um, sort of a dedicated support group for people coming in as returners, um, made up of other returners. And so there could be just sort of um, sort of mutual conversations about what it's like to come back to the workforce. I think for myself, it was very intimidating being around folks who were just so smart and highly educated and ambitious and who had you know, been at Amazon for some time. And I felt a little bit lost. Like it was, Amazon's a very fast paced and complex organization. And so navigating through all the nuances is challenging as any new person, but as somebody who, you know, the week before, I think I had been, you know, playing with Legos and scrubbing dried milk off of the walls. Um, the next thing I know, I'm sitting in a, you know, business review meeting with VPs. And so that transition is actually a little bit more um, challenging than some people might think. And I think for companies who are, are looking to do this, I think it has to be very, uh, like you said, thoughtful and intentional. I think maybe having like an, onboard like a specific onboarding or ramping back kind of program even if it's maybe like part-time for the first week or first two weeks just to kind of help ease people uh, through the transition back I think that is something that can be really beneficial and helpful so that uh, people don't get overwhelmed um you know a lot of it depends on your personality too like you know I did find it very intimidating but I just sort of went ahead full force and I you know went and found a network and I sat on the board of uh, Amazon's women in finance affinity group for a little while and I was able to find sort of a community and sort of just get involved as much as I could but you know some people may not be uh, as willing to do so and I think those folks can kind of get lost um and so I think being able to really thoughtfully help support a returner as they go back into the workforce is really important. Um, I also think that pairing a returner uh, or sort of putting them into the right team would be really helpful. I think for my program, because it was so new, there wasn't really a lot of intention put into where to place somebody like me. Um, I think the area that I was placed didn't necessarily um, relate much to my prior experience. And I think being able to sort of more thoughtfully place folks where they might thrive the best in a spot that might align really well with their prior experience could be really helpful. Um, and so I think those are a couple of things that, that, you know, organizations would need to consider when thinking about putting into place a returnship program. As a returner, I think also it's a, it's a pretty significant adjustment and change to, to your life when you go back to work. And so for myself, um, that meant just having a really honest conversation with my husband about expectations. Um, I knew there needed to be sort of a shift or a rebalance of responsibilities. Um, I knew that I needed to set sort of certain boundaries on pickup and drop off times with my son at daycare. Um, and then, you know, sort of managing my work schedule along with that. It really just meant being prepared in advance and having that conversation ahead of time so that um, I wasn't sort of scrambling as I got back into the workforce. So I think, um, you know, preparing yourself mentally as a returner for that shift in your life is, is super important as well. Thank you for sharing those. And I think that would be really helpful for people to consider as they're, you know, developing these programs. Um, you know, in your case, you 
got a job, a full-time role at Amazon following your, you know, returnship, but is that typical? And, you know, is what kind of um, support is there for those individuals to land a full-time job and, you know, maybe not specifically at Amazon, but in general, like what you've seen, um, whichever way you want to speak to that. Yeah. So in what I've seen, there is essentially uh, like basically the returnship is structured with the expectation that there's going to be a full-time role at the end of it. Um, and I guess your returnship term, as well as the project and presentation that you end up uh, doing during your term is meant to sort of serve as the assessment of, you know, does this individual fit within our company? You know, or do they have the potential to kind of grow into their role either here or elsewhere? I think at Amazon, there's a super supportive um, culture around rotating to different teams. And so I think uh, some of the other returners I've met, even though they may have spent their returnship term um, in one organization, perhaps after when they were hired on full time, they could have moved somewhere else as well. Um, and so that is essentially the expectation. Um, I think in our cohort of the original eight, I think six of us were offered full time positions. And so there are times when it just doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. And either it's a company that's not the right fit, or maybe that person wasn't ready to go back to work. It, I mean, it could be for a myriad of reasons, but I think essentially the point of it or the objective is to actually have this additional um, sort of recruitment channel to bring people full time back into the workforce. Um, I will also say that the um, even if even for those who don't end up with a full time role, I think just having that returnship on your resume helps to sort of um, at least get you back into things. Like I think it certainly will help to say that hey, I spent four months, you know, trying this out at you know whatever company it might be, and it was a really valuable experience. It it didn't you know end up in a full time permanent position, but hey, it kind of helps me like shift my mindset a little bit and get back into uh, like a working mindset from being like a full-time caregiver mindset. Mm -hmm. So I think in, in, in either case, whether or not it ends up in a full-time role, I think it's still a valuable experience. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, this is all really helpful. Uh, as we wrap up, do you have any kind of closing thoughts that you'd want to leave um, either returners or companies and organizations with regarding, you know, returnship? Yeah, um, I think um, in my ultimate ideal world, I dream of the day when returnship programs aren't even necessary. You know, it'd be great if having a gap in your resume was completely normalized and was not a blocker to getting hired, because I think it would really um, end up being less of a disadvantage to, like I said, the the large portion of, of returners is, is women and a lot of women of color as well. Um, so I think that would be really amazing if, if um, it didn't even have to be a dedicated recruiting channel. But, you know, I don't think we're there yet, uh, which is really unfortunate. But, you know, we've been navigating strange times in the last handful of years. Um, and like you mentioned, during the pandemic, many women, um, many people, but many women as well, just had to leave the workforce because of a lack of childcare. Um, and so where are these people now? You know, where, you know, there's also been a lot of layoffs in the past few months, especially in the tech sector. Um, but, you know, hopefully the economy balances out soon and we'll go back to, to all thriving. And so, you know, what does that mean for people who are looking to get back into the workforce? Um, I think considering a returnship program at this juncture would be good because, you know, we want to prepare for, for the future and, and for people who are going to be ready to return to the workforce someday. I'd also say as a returner, uh, don't give up. I've been there. I totally understand how intimidating and how overwhelming it can seem um, when you're looking for work. And um, it kind of seems like, you know, it's going to be such an uphill battle to get back into it, but it's possible. Um, I think, you know, just 
not giving up, believing in yourself, just remembering that you have um, so much experience and that you have a lot to offer and really just having that confidence to, to go forward. And again, there were some days when I remember my very first day uh, as a returner at Amazon and my manager took me to, like I said, a, a business review meeting with VPs. And I was so overwhelmed by, I guess, the subject matter of what they were talking about. It, I didn't even think they were speaking English. There was tons of acronyms, a lot of tech jargon that I didn't fully understand. And it was, you know, in my head, I just thought, you know, what have I done? But um, I just kind of ended up working through that, found some great mentors to work with and, and people to talk to, to kind of help guide me through navigating some of the complexities of, of working at Amazon. And for me, it was just a sector and an industry that I'd never worked in before. So it was mm -hmm. extra intimidating. Um, but I would say just uh, to the returners out there, it's possible and uh, don't give up. Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much. Um, I loved hearing more about this topic and how, you know, it can benefit, you know, individuals, but also companies in, in creating this recruiting channel. So thank you so much. And for those interested, I'll place some links more about returnships and, um, and maybe some companies that have the programs already in place for those that are interested. Thank Thanks, you, Sarah. Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Humans Beyond Resources. Visit ReverbPeople.com to find free resources, subscribe to our newsletter, and connect with our team. If you haven't already, subscribe to stay up to date on all of our upcoming episodes. We look forward to having you as part of our community.